you found a message that was delivered at Living Streams Community Church in McCordsville, Indiana. We are praying the time you invest hearing God's Word encourages you in your walk with Jesus and inspires you to share Him with others. If you want to learn more about us or send us a prayer request, visit our website, livingstreamscc.org. Thank you for listening. We'll take your Bibles and turn to Psalm 124. And uh, again, if you don't have one, um, we'll have the words on the screen for you to follow along. Psalm 124. Um, do you ever you ever get tired of your human limitations? You know, they're a very present part of our lives. And when you think about it, we are people that need a lot of help. You know, every day I, I get up and I put on these spectacles uh, in order to be able to see not only far away, but also up close. And I very often get tired of my bifocals and the ways I have to move my head around so I can I can see. But praise God for the help that I have that I can put on. You know, that's pretty cool. I also put on uh, orthotics in my shoes uh, because without them, my flat feet would hurt extremely bad. Now, I could do life without this help and that help, but you would not like me at all, and I would not be very productive in that uh, in that life without this help. I look around the room that we have here, and there, there have been faithful people that have been coming every week since we started this online thing, and they're helping us put on this online worship service. So back in the back, if you don't know this, Lance and Jennifer are in the sound booth back there. Lance and Jennifer Matson. I won't give their address or anything or put their phone number out there, but you should pray for them because, you know, if, if Jennifer didn't do the PowerPoint, you wouldn't have words to sing at home. And if, if Lance didn't do the sound, you wouldn't be able to, to hear any of us. And, and then Carl, who is right now adjusting the camera that I'm looking at, because he's always here every week making sure that what you see gets better and better and better. And so I just wanted to thank all of you you guys for showing up. Pastor Randy, you know, our pandemic pastor of worship, uh, doing a fine job for us. Thane McGuire last week, uh, you know, jumping in there, subbing for him. So high five, everyone. High five. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, we've got a lot of help here at, at Living Streams, and I'm very thankful for it. Now, of course, life tends to bring us things that go beyond um, any human help. Um, and it happens uh, quite a lot if you start thinking about it. Uh, nobody uh, can help us get through what is coming or what we're experiencing. And so in those times, I am so thankful that our sovereign God who reigns over this whole world, he is not far away from us. And he sees us. His eye is on the sparrow. And he steps into our lives and he does what only he can do. He helps us. He shows his power. He gives us grace. He carries us, he helps us persevere. And so these situations, as they come along in our lives and we go through them and we trust God and he shows up, that has an impact on our heart and our faith. And it causes us to begin to look for God's help in even the things that are within our human limitations. I can tell you that by far my most common prayer is, oh God, please help me. And so this morning, we're going to go through Psalm 124. It's a psalm that's going to help us draw near to God uh, for his, his help this morning. And so I'm just going to read it all um, here at the beginning, and then we'll pray. 
Psalm 124. What if the Lord had not been on our side? Let all Israel repeat. What if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us? They would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger. The waters would have engulfed us. A torrent would have overwhelmed us. Yes, the raging waters of their fury would have overwhelmed our very lives. Praise the Lord, who did not let their teeth tear us apart. We escape like a bird from a hunter's trap. The trap is broken and we are free. Our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, boy, we come to you today and we are a people in need of help, your help. And so we're thankful today for uh, the word that we have here from Israel who received so much help in their lives from you because you are the same and we can call on you today for any little need that we have in our lives, any little piece of help that that we need because you care for us. We're more valuable than many sparrows and you even care for them. So Lord, stir in us uh, a childlike faith today. Uh, Help us to lose our independence and to fall at our knees in dependence on you, to surrender our lives into your hands. I thank you, Lord, for the help that you have given us over these weeks of quarantine and um, of uh, not being able to meet together as a church. You have been present in our homes. Um, you have been helping us along. And so I pray today, Lord, that as we uh, seek you for help in whatever way that may be, that you would uh, show up and you would provide it. And you carry us through. I pray these words of mine would be pleasing in your sight. Uh, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So for many of us, when we look back in our past, there's lots of things that we would just assume to forget. But one thing we don't want to forget is the ways that God has helped us in our past because there's help from our past for our present. Now, David, he's looking back in Israel's past and he's recalling God's help. He says, what if God would not have been on our side? Repeat it. Repeat after me, Israel. What if God had not been on our side? What if? And then the lyrics to his song, they hint to the help that God gave his people back when they were rescued from Egypt and Egypt's army was pursuing them and they were taken through the Red Sea miraculously um, by God's hand. Um, So he's saying, what if that wouldn't have happened? What would have happened? Our enemies would have devoured us. We would have drowned in in that stormy water, in those raging waters. What if the Lord had not been on our side? Do you have a what if story? In your past, you know, a a what-if story, like something happened to you and you came through it fine, but only because of God's help. You know, a what-if story. You know, back in in December of uh, last year, I was working on sort of refreshing our laundry room. So putting in some new floor and and new trim. Um, And now originally this room was a bathroom that I converted into the laundry room. 
And so I had to run some electrical wires to that room from the basement. And so they came up through the floor and then attached on the side of the wall. Now, back then when I did that, dryers were not as fast at drying as washers were at washing. And so I decided to install two dryers in our laundry room to keep the mountain of dirty clothes under control because we basically were a laundromat uh, for our, our family. And so, I, you know, great idea, right? Two, two, uh, two dryers. So uh, nowadays, dryers dry about the same time as washers wash. And so I don't need two electrical wires that are big and fat coming up through my floor, new floor. And so I decided I need to get rid of one of them. So I went down in the basement and I shut off the 220 breaker. And then I came back up uh, to the laundry room and I proceeded to grab my pliers, which I actually brought here this morning. And I, um, and I used these to cut the wire. So I reached in there and I cut and all of a sudden, pop! And then my light flashed before my eyes. And I sat back on the floor as my arm tingled, and I thought to myself, what if the Lord had not been on my side? <laughs> now, I, I have a picture to show you. You know, good, it's up there. If you want to put that out there for everyone to see what these pliers look like up close, you can see where those two wires melted into the, into the uh, metal there. And there's the uh, actual burn mark on the metal, which is there forever. Um, but I was very grateful for the insulated... Uh, handles on on these pliers because um, the Lord is on my side and I guess he has more work for me to do. D- do you have a what-if story like that that you can look back and you can and point to and you can, you can see how the Lord helped you like a time when you got lost and God showed you the way home? What if the Lord had not been on your side? Maybe Maybe it's a time that you got sick And the Lord healed you. What if the Lord had not been on your side? Maybe maybe it was a time when you, you just could not go another day. And the Lord carried you through it. What if what if he had not been on your side? Maybe you were out of money. You didn't have enough. And the Lord provided for you. What if the Lord had not been on? Your side. These stories are so important in your life with God because they give your faith strength, the strength that it needs to know that you know that if you call on God, if you trust God, He's going to show up with help. In a 2005 Christianity Today article, um, there's a soldier, Courtney Birdsey, who shared her experience of God's help, his protective help, when she was on mission in Afghanistan um, during an ambush. It changed her life forever. Here's what she says. On one of our missions, my unit was leaving Samara. Our Humvee approached a tank from behind. And the soldier that was riding on the back of the tank, he gave us the, the order with his hand to turn around. And so we didn't hesitate. We followed that order and began to go back to Samara. But we found ourselves surrounded by gunshots. All of us jumped out of the Humvee and we took cover. I readied my weapon and I crouched down at the back corner of the Humvee. Amid the gunfire, this black BMW was going 70 miles per hour through the streets. The Iraqi passengers were pointing their guns out the windows, firing at any American soldier that they could see. We exchanged shots and suddenly the BMW began to careen out of control toward the Humvee, right to the place where I was standing. 
I could see that the driver was slumped over the steering wheel, and I only had a few seconds to do something. So with my heart pounding and my prayers racing through my mind, I ran to the front of the Humvee just before that car slammed into the very place that I was standing. After the incident, my convoy was commanded to go to an American safe house and to take the wounded there. When we arrived at the security of the compound, I looked down at my uniform that speckled with the blood of the wounded. I stepped out of the truck, shaking, fell to my knees, and thanked God that we had arrived safely. After this encounter, my faith took on a whole new perspective, more personal, deeper. I had felt the protective hand of God, His help, and as we returned to that base, physically unscathed, I thanked Him. For my remaining time in Iraq, I began to rely heavily on constant communication with God. Praying without ceasing became as natural to me as breathing. Then in April 2004, my unit returned home to Colorado Springs. Now back home, I strive to readjust to my life, but always with that underlying fear that I may be called back. The visions and sounds of Iraq are never very far from my thoughts. In many ways, that experience grew me up. I, I was a different person when I came back. I grew up emotionally. I grew up spiritually. And each time I hear about the events in Iraq, I'm reminded of how God faithfully protected me. And I know that no matter what the future brings, I am never alone. What if the Lord had not been on her side? Do you have a story like that? A story that you can look back and know that God helps you? You know, we sing a song called, Come Thou Fount. Of every blessing. And there's a lyric in that song that says, Here I raise my Ebenezer, here by thy great help I come. Now, Ebenezer means stone of help. And in 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12, Samuel is setting up an Ebenezer stone, and he says, Thus far the Lord has helped us. So the Ebenezer is something that we look at that reminds us of God's help in our past. Now this morning I'm going to do a little show and tell here. And I brought with me a box. It's an Amazon box. Surprise, surprise. Uh, It's a box that is uh, full of some of my Ebenezers that I have at home. Uh, The first one. Is a, is a framed print of a scripture, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My parents gave me that when I was 13 years old. And I can't tell you how many times I've looked at it and remembered how God has helped me in, in the past. That's an, an Ebenezer. Uh, this is a Gospel of John devotion. That was given to me on June 3rd, 1994. It was a Friday night about 10 o'clock in the evening when I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And I look at that and I think about the help that he gave me that night. And how he changed my life and rescued me from myself and my sin. And, and saved me to himself. He did all of that. I didn't do anything. And they gave me that. And this is a, such a great Ebenezer for me. Uh, to be reminded of his, his love for me. Uh, then in here, I've got this, this little postcard here. And this has got some of writing on it that's pretty important to me. It's, this is written by my pastor, uh, Pastor Hubert Nolan, 
when I gave my first sermon at Brookville Road. And so he wrote on there um, his critique of my sermon. And uh, it, it always reminds me about the help that God gave me that day. But I'm, I'm almost certain that he gave a lot more help to the people that were forced to listen to me. Um, in fact, one of my kids on the back of it, I think one of my kids drew a little uh, unhappy face there with the down arrow. So, you know, it's still a good Ebenezer, uh, a good Ebenezer for me. Here's an actual stone from my second trip to Brazil in 2002. I went first trip, uh, mission trip as a pastor. This is from the Paldayu Community Church in Paldayu, uh, Brazil. We were building a church for them, and I took this as a reminder of the help God gave me because when you go as a pastor, you get called to, to serve um, on the front line, and I was doing some street preaching. Lots of God's help during that trip. Um, then uh, what else do I have in here? I've, I've got this... Uh, this diploma from my seminary. Yeah. This is a, this is, no one's like hardly ever seen this. <laughs> People actually, they actually gave me a diploma. But uh, it was all because of God's, of God's help. Um, Randy said he has one like this, like this too. Um, he graduated from the same school I did. Um, so then I also have this, uh, this newspaper article, which I'm going to show you a close-up of, of this. This is a picture of me and Pastor Shane back in 2008 when we were just starting the church here in Living Streams. And um, it's an article about how God provided this building because this building is an Ebenezer for me and it won't fit in my box. So I brought this article instead. Uh, but every time I walk into this place, it's a reminder that, you know, when we stepped out from Brookville Road, not knowing where we were going to go, just trusting that God was going to help us find a place to meet, he provided this place. And uh, it was such a great confirmation, his mercy and grace to us. And then I got one more thing in here, and that's this fortune cookie that I actually gave out to every one of you if you were here uh, last fall. This was a reminder to us of the world's wisdom when we were preaching through Proverbs and the contrast of that and God's wisdom, which I never ate it. So now it's hard as a rock, and um, it is a reminder to me of the help that God provides me uh, when I go to preaching his word. And then, of, of course, um, my pliers are now an Ebenezer for me um, of the help that God provides me when I do stupid things. Because <laughs> it was pretty stupid when I did. <laughs> so that's my Ebenezer box. And I would, just, I would just like to have you think about you and, you know, if you were going to do the same thing, if you were going to fill in uh, a box... Uh, with your Ebenezer's, what would you put in there? Now you got to look around your home because actually they're they're there. You probably maybe haven't looked at them in a while because you sort of overlooked them. In fact, the the postcard from Pastor Hubert's in my sock drawer. Uh, so you have to look like in those kinds of places, you know, to hunt up your Ebenezer's. But look around and find them because they are so important with, in your life with God. To be able to look back, there's help from your past to help you in the present. It was God's help then, and it will strengthen you in your faith now. And then the next time we sing, Come Thou Fount, you'll know what you're raising up, your Ebenezer to God. You'll know what that is, and you will say, Thus far, the Lord has helped us. Now, we're going to focus on verse 8 to finish um, finish things out um, because verse 8 brings us out of the past and into the present and we're going to find out there's help from God uh, for our present. It says again our help is from the Lord who made heaven 
and earth. Now that's kind of a summarizing statement of the truth of that psalm. It is made in the confidence of raised Ebenezer's um, there that, that David brought out. Now the, the difficult thing about receiving God's help in the present is it happens when we walk by faith. Okay, so when we try to do things that are beyond our human limitations, and so that means we're going to be taking steps of faith. And they so the help doesn't come before you take a step. It comes while you take a step. And so that makes it kind of tough. That's why Ebenezer's are so important, to give your faith the confidence to take steps, trusting that God is going to be there or you're going to fall and he's going to help you again. Believing this, that God is able. He did it in the past. He will do it again in the present. Believing that he is loving, that he really does have his eye on the sparrow, and that means he cares for me too. I promise you that God will not let you down. He will not let you go, and he will not let the enemy have you. That is our God, and he's got a hold of you. Listen to these promises from the Bible um, that, where God promises help uh, for us. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Psalm 46, verse 1. He is a very present help in times of trouble. Psalm 54, verse 4. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. And then Jesus said to his disciples in John 16 that it was good. He told them he was going to go away and they they got upset. He said, it's good for me to go away because then I will send to you the helper, the advocate who will guide you into all truth. He will help you follow me. And so those are all promises that we can cling to in the Bible that God will give us help in our present life. So is there any place in your life today where you're feeling the edges of your human limitations? So do you need God's help in in your life today? I, I think I heard him say yes. Did you hear that? You guys said you guys said yes. I'm glad because I've I've got some stuff for you. So to get that help, you're going to have to walk by faith. Okay. So you got to go places that you don't think you can go because you're afraid. Uh, you got to speak the words that you don't think you can speak because you're worried maybe they won't be received. You've got to do the things that you don't think you can do because you're weak or you're depressed. Or, or you're addicted, or, you're, or you lack the skill, or the giftedness. You've got to walk by faith. Listen, if you stay in your comfort zone, if you stay in your comfort zone, you will not know the help of God, because in your comfort zone, you don't need God's help. You won't be asking for it. But, <laughs> if you get out of the boat, when you hear Him call, He will give you the help to walk on water, Keeping your eyes fixed on him, you'll be able to put one foot in front of the other and do things that are beyond your human limitations. Now go back to verse 8, just the first part. Our help is from the Lord. Our help is from the Lord. It's a pretty simple statement, but I want to ask you a simple question. Do you really believe it? Do you really believe that your help is from the Lord? Now, don't go, to your, don't go to your feelings to answer that question. 
Look at how much time you spend in prayer to answer that question. Look at how you spend your time on your calendar. Look at how you spend your money in your bank account to answer that question. The Lord is our help. Look at those things. Look at the footprints on the path that you've been walking. Have those footprints been laid by fear? Or or have have they been laid by faith? Look at the evidence in your life, the way that you're living your life, to answer the question, that do you believe that our help is is from the Lord? Is your Ebenezer box kind of empty? You may be struggling to think, well, I don't know what I would put in there. Well, that could change today. That could change today. Just start walking by faith. Wherever you've run up against your human limitations, wherever fear is, is paralyzing you, wherever you're feeling empty, wherever you're feeling like God is calling you to go, you want to repeat those words in Psalm 124, verse 8. Our help is from the Lord. You can even personalize it. My help is from the Lord. You repeat it. Go to bed saying it. Wake up saying it. Whatever the day holds, walk by faith. Our help is from the Lord. Review the Ebenezers. Go over them. Let them strengthen your legs to take the next step and then get up and get going because God has things for us to do and they're going to require us to walk by faith. I walk by faith. I promise. I promise you there is help from him. In your present. And then the end of verse 8 is why we know that there is help in our future. There's help in your future. It's because of who God is. The ver- verse 8 ends the, that our, our help is from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. So, you know, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but some trust in the name of the Lord our God. He is the Almighty God. He is the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Past, present, future. He's the same. <laughs> he loves us with an everlasting love. And guess what? He has no limitations. We have human limitations. He has no limitations. There is no end to what He can do. No end. And because He cares for you as a son or a daughter, a child of His, because He cares for you, you can trust that whatever you step out in faith to do, believe in Him to show up, He's going to work out for your good. Your good. Now, I need to remind you all, myself included, that without God's grace, we don't have a future. We don't, we don't have another hour on this planet without Him sustaining our life. Job 14.5 says that God has determined the number of months each one of us will live. Uh, Psalm 31 verse 15, our time is in His hands. It's in His hands. And so it's good to live in the present and just trust God with the future. But you know what we do? We let our future impact our present in negative ways. I read this headline last week that said that this pandemic thing could last till next summer. That would be a bummer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like ready for it to be, to be done. 
But you know, I thought, I thought about that. Even if it does, even if this lasts all the way till next summer, even if it lasts beyond that, we don't have to live all of those days today. We, we just have to live today. And if God does give us all those days to live in the future, he's already there in them waiting for us to get to them. So all the help that's available for you today will be available for you tomorrow. So that ought to make our burden a little lighter on our heart when we hear news about the future, which is really hard today because we get a lot of it and it's a lot of opinions. No one really knows. But it should lighten our hearts a little bit to know that God is there already and all the help we're getting today will be available to us tomorrow. So, you know, what if stories from the past, what if stories from the past are good encouragements and strength for your faith today? But what if stories from the future (laughs) usually are bringing worry and fear and depression, despair to our hearts in the present? What if stories from the future? So like what if COVID, the COVID-19 vaccine is 18 months away? Or what if they never figure it out? What, what if I lose my job? Or what if my job doesn't come back to me? So I'm on furlough. What, what if I get sick with this thing? What, what if I, I, I never get married? What if my spouse dies? What if I don't get the grade I need on this final What if I share Christ with my neighbor? What if, what if, what if? All what ifs from the future. All things that we ruminate on and we worry about and causes us to be heavy in the the day. There's a PhD researcher guy named Lucas Lafreniere. I think that's how you say his name. He said this about worry. He said, this is what breaks my heart. Worry makes you miserable in the present moment to try and prevent misery in the future. For chronic worriers, this process leads them to be continually distressed all their lives in order to avoid later events that may never happen. Worry sucks the joy out of the here and the now. now this, this PhD conducted a study on worry in the lives of those suffering from anxiety and he found some good news and he found some bad news so the good news was that 91.4% of worriers worries never happened 91.4% of the stuff we worry about never happens the bad news is that worrying only caused more misery and did nothing to help the worriers handle the the 9.6% of stuff that did happen And so what the answer is, is to take our eyes off of the headlines and to fix them on our helper. Fix them on Jesus. Just close your ears to the what-ifs of the future and open them to the what-ifs of the past. What if the Lord had not been on our side? Get those stories going through your mind. Remember Jesus said, can anyone add a single hour to his life by worrying? No one can. So we've got to turn our hearts to the never-changing, already-there, never-ending fountain of help so that we can find hope for these days that we're living in.
If God gives you tomorrow, there is help there already because he is there already. And that should give you some hope for this present moment. You know, 91.4% of the stuff that we worry about never happens tomorrow. 100% of the stuff that happens tomorrow, God already knows is going to happen. 100% he already knows it. And I know that he's not worried about a single thing. He's not wringing his hands over the virus. None of it's bigger than him. None of it, uh, none of it that you experience is going to turn out for anything but your good. And so as you read this psalm today, Psalm 124, it ought to be a, a good reminder that there is help from God from our past, in our present, and in our future. So we're going to have Pastor Randy come back, and he's going to lead us in one more song this morning as we draw near to God for his help. And I don't know, you might be at home this morning and uh, maybe you're, you're thinking, you know, I, I, I think I agree with you on all this God is our help stuff and, and all of that. But when it comes to our, you know, our day-to-day life, um, it's not just about God. I mean, we're involved too and we are the weak link. <laughs> maybe you're thinking, I'm the weak link here. You know, I, I mess up. I use uh, pliers and cut live wires and, you know, I just do stuff like that. And um, I have gaps. I'm not, I don't live up to, to this person that deserves help uh, from God. Um, and that's, that's the trap that we are, that we are in, in in our life. We're not perfect human beings. And, that, and, and not only do we make mistakes, but we do things intentionally and we sin and we fall down. Um, and, and I love what that psalm says that, you know, that, that trap that the birds were in, that, you know, they were rescued from, that trap is broken and we are free. How can that happen? Because of Jesus, who was perfect. And he came here, he lived our life, he did that perfectly, he never fell down, he never sinned against his heavenly father. And through him, he brings saving grace to our life. And none of us deserve that. It was such an amazing expression of God's love to us. And so it doesn't really matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you said. It doesn't matter what you did last night. It's just all that matters is you're here right now. God gave us this day. And if you need to turn to God for help today, um, turn to Jesus for help. For the ways that you don't measure up, he is all there ready to come into your life. He did everything necessary to bring that grace from God to our lives through the cross when he died. So if, if, uh, if you need that today, if you need to trust him, I encourage you to, to turn as we draw near to God for his help. Turn to Jesus for his saving help and he will give it to you. Randy? Yeah, let's go to the Lord in prayers. Close today. Oh, Father, it's so good to know that you are reigning today, that you're available to us, that you hear us when we call to you, that you're not too busy with world events, 
And you're not too big to care about the little things that we care about. So Lord, we're drawn near to your loving arms today. I love the picture that that little child walking down that road. And just, just today, Lord, we reach our hand up to you as our Heavenly Father. And ask for your help to grab us and guide us, to lead us through these interesting days that we live in. We don't know what to do, Lord. We can't solve these problems. We don't have the wisdom. We're just afraid. So we pray, Lord, for your presence to wrap us in your arms, for you to be the shelter, the strong tower that your word says you are. Help us, Lord. Help us when we wake up to look at our day with that hard attitude of good morning, Lord. Help us to walk into these days, each one that you give us as a gift to be able to shine your light, to be your hands, your feet, your voice, to be available to you, to pour out that grace that you give us to others around us. So many, Lord, need your touch. So many need your love and your mercy and your grace. We want to be faithful to you. Help us walk in that truth. Help us walk by faith. To know that we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to worry. Because you're with us and you're for us. Thank you for your help, Lord. Thank you for the reminders of your help. What if you had not been on our side? We would already be gone, overwhelmed, hiding in our basements. Thank you for your faithfulness. In our present day, Lord, I don't know all the situations that are out there today, but you do and you're already right there. I pray that your presence would be felt in every home, every heart. You give courage and strength. Give healing, power, grace. To do this day, for this is the day the Lord has made, and you've given it to us. And we remind ourselves of Jesus' words to not worry about tomorrow. It's got enough trouble of its own. So we give you tomorrow and know that you'll be there waiting for us when we get there. We love you today, Lord. We thank you for Jesus and his saving work that has made us new, given us a relationship with you. Pray if there's someone out there today who needs to know you, Lord, they'll turn to him. And just say, I believe, forgive me, help me live this life. We love you in Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said, Amen.